In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you to us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rational with the knowledge of your greatness, do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts, that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, O Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Double-Edged Sword, a Christian podcast ministry presented by Father Gennard Lazar. Father Gennard is a parish priest of the Mud-Edda Parish of the Assyrian Church of the East in Turlock, California. Here's Father Gennard. In the Nicene Creed, we proclaim, in truth and without division, that we, equally undivided, believe in one God, the Father Almighty, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, who ascended into heaven and sat at the right hand of the Father. And this pertains to the feast, the holy feast of the ascension of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ to heaven. In the Assyrian term, it's not Kalusulaka. People say, oh, today is Kalusulaka. We'll talk about the Kalu part of that, the aspect of Kalu. It's the Holy Feast of the Ascension of our Lord into Heaven. And this most holy feast is one of seven feasts celebrated in the Church. And what I mean by celebrated as a holy feast, it's distinguished. And all, all of these seven uh, holy feasts are distinguished by the different prayers said during the services. The Vespers, the evening prayers, the Matins, the night prayers, and also the early morning prayers. In the celebration of the Divine Liturgy of the Holy Qurbana, the Holy Eucharist, of the Holy Feast, the Shuraya, which are versicles from the Psalms, is said in a diff different way, in a different tune, is entuned and chanted differently. This is when the Deacon proclaims to stand for prayer and shuraya after reading the lectionary. But what does it mean to us? What do we gain from the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ to heaven? We gain a lot from Jesus Christ, period. We gain, we profit, we are blessed, graciously blessed with Jesus' standing still. <laughs> if the scriptures tell us that Jesus stood still, we gain from that. If Jesus had come on earth and did nothing, said nothing, we would gain from that. Because remember, he is God incarnate. But obviously, Christianity is not just a faith of, um, 
you know, and people say blind faith. You know, sometimes I, I like blind faith. Sometimes it's good to have a blind faith just to believe, regardless of seeing or touching. But Christianity, obviously, is a is a faith of facts, history, proven, logical at times. Some people say if many things are not logic, and I don't accept what is not logic. Well, Christianity is at times logical. But let's not go into philosophy. Let's just focus on the holy feast of the ascension of our Lord. Well, it's certainly not a goodbye from Christ. We need to know this. It's not a goodbye, and I won't see you anymore. It's rather a see you. And we won't even say later, because when we say it's a see you later, we limit Christ, we limit God incarnate to time. God is not limited by time. But it's a see you, or as my grandson says, see ya. See you always. Not I will see you at a specific period of time. See you always. I will be seeing you. You know, let me, let me correct that. It's not goodbye, but rather I will be seeing you. I will continually be seeing you at all times and forever. Because remember, Jesus did promise in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, Lo, I am with you, not I will be with you, not I was with you, not for a little while, but lo, I am. There's the, the title for God. Praise his name. Jesus is God. Glory be to his name. God incarnate. Lo, I am with you always until the end or conclusion of the world. So the ascension is a great, uh, a promising, a hopeful future for all of us. All those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. All those who believe that Jesus was born and lived on the earth and suffered and was crucified and was put to death and was resurrected and ascended into heaven and all those who await for his return. We won't talk about that yet. So it is a great promising hopeful future for all of us. Jesus, beloved, we can possibly understand it this way and put it this way. Jesus is gone ahead of us to prepare a place for us, as he said. He is to us what John the Baptist was to Jesus Christ. And John the Baptist was the herald, paving the path for us. When Jesus says, I am going to prepare a place for you, here is the benefit and the, and the gift and the blessings of the ascension. I am going to prepare a place for you. He is going to prepare the path for you and I. He said in John chapter 14, verse 3, And if I go prepare a place for you, I shall come again and bring you to join me, that where I am, you shall be also. And we know very well, it's proven beyond any benefit of doubt, that Jesus' promises are true, are genuine, and to come into fruition at that perfect time when he, in his divinity, in his all-knowing and wisdom, brings them into fruition in our life. And when he says, I am preparing, not so much I'm going to go and build some houses and I'm going to go and renovate, I need to go and do some remodeling, etc. No, no. He preparing the way for us is by interceding. Here is another gracious blessing 
and a benefit, a fruit of the ascension for you and I, beloved. He is interceding. This is how he's preparing this way for us, interceding on our behalf. You know, we ask people to pray for us. There is not a day that does not go by without a message on Messenger, a text message or, um, or um, what is it, WhatsApp and, you know, all these mediums that we have. Rabbi, pray for me. So when I reply and say, I will do that, and may the prayers of our Lord, may the prayers of the saints, holy saints of our Lord, be a beacon of refuge and comfort to you, thank you, that meant a lot. Well, if it means a lot for me, obviously, as your spiritual counselor, as a priest, as a spiritual father, who prays for you, and that's what I'm here for, and it means a lot for you, well, how much more shall it mean to you and I, and how encouraging this should be, how more zealous we should be in our, in our faith, that Jesus, right at this moment, listen to me, don't turn around and look at the car who's blowing, honking the horn, stop your vacuuming for a second, stop washing the sh dishes, listen to this. How much more should you be right now praising the Lord Jesus Christ knowing that he is interceding for you. You know what interceding means? Nawinji we say. He's speaking to the Father on our behalf. He's pleading or he is requesting. He's taking up our requests in his name to the Father on our behalf. In Hebrews verse 27, sorry, in Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25, St. Paul instructs, he always lives to make intercession for them who is them those who believe in him our eternal high priest is mediating on our behalf with the father ask in my name jesus said this is the fruit of the ascension of our lord praise be to his name our high priest who according to hebrews 4:15 suffers with our weakness because he was tempted in all things like we are apart from sin he did not sin so when we cry out to the lord and say lord lord god have mercy on me a sinner in jesus name that's when the lord jesus christ praise be to his name takes that request takes that beseeching and presents it to the father and St. Paul is saying that he suffers. You know, suffers doesn't mean that he's in pain, in agony. Uh, he's in mourning. When we are down, I always picture it this way. When we are down and we are suffering and we are mourning because of our foolishness, of our weakness and our sinfulness, Jesus is, his right hand is on our shoulder. He's patting the shoulder and telling you and I, I understand. I understand it's a struggle. I understand it's a marathon. I understand it's unbearable. I went through it. I conquered. I was victorious. Not for a milli, milli, millisecond did I fall. But you are not me. You are not perfect. Here I am for you to lift you up one more time. And so that you can receive that victory through me. That's what he's interceding for. You see, Christ is interceding on our behalf. Who is our? When I say our, who are we? We are his body. 
We are the church. And he's interceding on the part on, on behalf of his body, the church, to receive from the Father the grace and strength to live in him. That they may be one just as you and I are one, Father. That, that we may live in Christ. When we live in Christ, we live in the Father. This is the way we grow in holiness and piety and devoutness. If we do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, the, ascend, the resurrected, the ascended Jesus Christ, who is interceding, and if I do not have a part in an intercession, well, I cannot claim that I am growing in holiness. No. I must draw near to Jesus to receive this holiness and the piety. So though he has left us, he's left us without his earthly presence, his visible presence, his tangible presence, he has sent us though a means of his invisible presence. He has sent us a mean to know and feel that though he is not visibly with us he is invisible but he is with us by other means and through other power and that power is the holy spirit so here's another fruit of the holy spirit the ascension that when the lord is ascended what we receive from that we receive the completeness of the holy spirit in 10 days time after thursday 26th which is the thursday of the ascension count 10 days we then appear and and um, celebrate the the feast of the pentecostal the dissension or the descent of the holy spirit jesus ascended so that the holy spirit would descend and through the holy spirit he is present with us he says in john chapter 16 verse 7 it is to your advantage that i go away for if i do not go away the counselor paraclete Paracleta, not paracleta. Someone said to me, oh, why do we say leta? That's cursed. No, it's paracleta, the paraclete, the counselor, the helper, the Holy Spirit, will not come if I do not go away. The paraclete or the counselor will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you so that we, has, we continue to feel the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ with us. Maybe not visibly, tangibly, and I'll tell you how, as a matter of fact, yes, there through the Holy Spirit, we actually do tangibly touch Jesus Christ. And I know some of you already know what I'm talking about. As I said, he ascended and the Holy Spirit descended in 10 days. We're going to celebrate after the 26th. It's through the Spirit, beloved, that we celebrate the presence of the Lord in the Eucharist, in baptism, being clothed with Christ, as St. Paul instructs in Galatians chapter 3, and all the other sacraments of the church. That's why a sacramental life is essential. A life of just prayer and reading the Holy Scriptures and praising the Lord Jesus Christ is lacking. We intellectually understand Him, we speak to Him, but to actually have that real relationship with Him and to confess that Jesus is with me through the Holy Spirit and through the sacraments the mysteries he is alive beloved and he reigns the ascension is not the absence of jesus christ no 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 the ascension proves to us that he is eternal glory be to his name he is alive and reigns from heaven on earth 
our God is an awesome. I think it should be our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ, our God, is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. In Revelations chapter 1, verse 8, we read, I am the Alpha, Alap Tau, the Alpha and the Gamma in the English uh, uh, translation says the Lord God. Listen to this, beloved. Those who have an issue accepting, this is a, a, you know, a side note, have difficulties accepting Jesus as God, God the Creator, not a God, God the Creator, Jesus the God. I, in His nature, in His divine nature, I am the Alpha and the uh, Omega, or I am the Alap, and Tao says the Lord God, He who is and has been and is coming Almighty. That means He's eternal. Go to verse 18. Who is this Alpha and Omega or Alap Tao? Verse 18, Revelations chapter 1. I am He who lived and died. Who died? That's why we do not we do not claim that God God cannot die. But Jesus our God in his divine, in his human nature, died on the cross and is alive. I am he who lived and died and behold, I am alive in the eternity of eternities. Amen. And I have the key of death and of Sheol. What is the other fruit? There's more fruits I could go on and on. What do we make from these? That's why we celebrate these feasts in a, in a, a, a distinct, distinguishable if there's a such a word distinctive distinctive way so that we in the church invites its faithful to to celebrate this and it's it's more than just an ordinary sunday service and it's a little bit longer too the liturgy why because he is ready the ascension has given us the blessings the gracious blessings that jesus is ready to receive standing I'll tell you why I'm emphasizing the word standing he is ready to receive standing all those who die for his sake all of the holy saints the martyrs we say the confessors of the faith those who die for Jesus Christ those who die living in Jesus Christ in Acts chapter 7 let me read to you verses 54 and 55 Saint Stephen, the first martyr, the first fruit of the martyrs, we say. When they heard these things, coming from Saint Stephen, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed at him with their teeth. But he, Saint Stephen, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand the power, righteousness of God. Verse 56, we'll continue. And said, look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man, that is Jesus Christ, standing at the right hand of God. One of the church fathers comments beautifully, and I want to share this with you. Standing. Standing as a helpmate, Jesus Christ. The ascended Jesus Christ. Standing as if anxious to help Stephen, his athlete, in the struggle. Standing to help all those who are struggling 
to continue to live in Jesus Christ, standing as though ready to crown his martyrs, standing to give his judgment while judging when seated. Let me read that again. Standing to give his judgment, to pass his judgment while he was judging when seated. The question is, will Jesus be standing for you and I when we go to meet him you see if we strive to see him standing then we receive that helpmate we receive the anxiety or the anxiousness of Jesus Christ to receive those who suffer for him and when I say suffer not necessarily being persecuted but suffering in this world trying our best and struggling to do away with sin, trying our best to please him and not to please man and not to please the world. So if we strive to see him standing when we meet him, he too will be ready to crown us, the resurrected and the ascended Jesus Christ. And the church father goes on to say, so that you may not fear him sitting, for he sits when judges. He sits to judge, he stands to give judgment, and he judges the imperfect, but gives judgments amongst the gods. He will judge the world simply. And finally, we celebrate the the um, the holy feast of the ascension of our Lord, and the word kalu sulaka. Why we say so? From now on, we know lele idet kalu sulaka. It's not the feast of the ascension of the bride. It's the feast of the ascension of the bridegroom. Actually, it should be la kalu sulaka. It should be sulakat khatna or khatna sulaka. All right? Um, but we have a tradition that um, we uh, uh, we celebrate by taking up the, the... Our celebration is that Christ, by his ascension, through his ascension took up his bride, the church, to the bridal chamber, which is the kingdom of heaven. And little girls, um, symbolizing the purity that they have, are dressed in brides. And we, when we see these little, little angels that are dressed in their white gowns, um, we remember many things. We are, we are actually taught many things that the church needs to continue to live in purity. We need to continue to strive to attain purity as the bride of Christ so that when we are invited in that bridal chamber by our heavenly bridegroom we too will receive that glorious crown that he has prepared for all those who live in him and who die in him in the hope of the resurrection so I take this time to uh, uh, to bless the the holy feast of the ascension of our Lord upon each and every one of you. May the blessings of this most holy feast be bestowed upon you and your families. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ, for he ascended, not just so he can go back home and rest and go to the Father and claim victory. No, he ascended, taking our humanity into the kingdom of heaven. So where he is, he has promised that you and I can strive to be through his grace and his mercies all praise glory honor worship 
and thanksgiving be to his holy name, now and at all times and forever and ever. Amen. One last thing, please also don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends and family. If you'd like to suggest future episodes or give us detailed feedback, please visit the link in the description or on our Instagram, linktr.ee forward slash double edged sword. God bless you all.